Hello, hello, man. I know it has been a uh, kind of a minute or two <laughs> since we last uh, were on air, and all I can do is simply apologize for that. I had some crazy stuff going on, especially since this uh, COVID-19 and our lockdown that has been put in place. Um, I know some of you have still are on voluntary, and some are um, like at least here where I'm at, um, my state has an actual state mandated, um, mandated, uh, uh, stay at home order. So, um, unless you're essential worker type of stuff. So, um, but I, that is something I really want to talk to you guys about today, um, is the lockdown COVID-19 and how it, um, can and does affect domestic violence at home. Um, there's a term that I don't know if any of you guys have actually heard or not. It's called intimate terrorism. Um, and basically it's, you know, you're in a position, um, where you have an intimate partner, um, married, engaged, whatever the situation is. Um, but they're an intimate partner and they, in essence, they terrorize you through, the same type of tactics that are used at any other um, domestic violence type of situation. They manipulate, they try to control, they, you know, keep you from leaving. Um, I have actually, um, I spoke to a lady here recently where um, she had an she had an incident of intimate terrorism. Um, and, um, it was here recently during the lockdown. Um, and that's kind of part of what my break was. Um, I wound up having an interview with her and she showed me pictures of, um, in essence, the after fact. Um, and she was holding her, uh, three month old daughter. And she said that since the lockdown, just the fights got worse, the arguing, the, um, he was one that would like monitor her. So um, anytime that she was anywhere in the house, there's always some kind of video footage through cameras or otherwise, like those babysitting cams and things of that. And she knew she was always being watched. Um, and anytime she has gone to went to lock the door, he would just kick the door down. Um, and um, she said she went to the bathroom and she tried to, to lock the door and he kicked it open. And all she's doing is going to the bathroom, you know, makes sense to me. But, you know, um, but he did not allow her to even close any doors. And that was his big issue. Because if you lock it, you close it, you lock it, then I can't, you know. So, um, but after that. He wound up kicking in the door, and then um, a couple hours later, he wound up getting into her into it with her because the baby was crying, and she said she needed to go feed the baby, but he wouldn't let her go feed in a quiet room. Um, she said because the baby was so upset, she needed to help calm her down, but she said she needed to calm down so that way, and fight ensued. Well, he picked up the high chair, and he wound up beating her with it. While she was holding her baby girl, um, her legs were just completely bruised and bashed and cut and everything else. He hit her so hard that the, that the force of the impact on the metal legs of her, of her high chair, they snapped 
on her legs. She wound up losing feeling out of one of her legs, and she fell to the ground holding her child. You know, um, a neighbor wound up calling because they heard all the ruckus. Um, and that was how the cops came out and took, you know, they got him out of there. So, um, which was a wonderful thing because that, I mean, you know, when things like this happen, like I said, it isn't just the person who's going through it. It's not just the person that's in those four walls. It's not just the domestic partner. It's the children. It's the grandparents. It's, you know, from all sorts of in-laws and aunts and uncles and, you know, whoever lives in those walls, they're going to be something, you know. Um, sometimes they're good at keeping it. But most of the time, there's going to be something that goes on, that there's at least a red flag that somebody else can see. Not always, but typically if you're in the house, they're at least going to be like this bear that comes storming through like they're hungry all the time or something, okay? Like you got mama bear bad because, you know, because the abuser decided to come home and I must be angry at you, you know? So um, that... You know, this intimate terrorism, though, when we think about that. It's like when you go to war, okay? And I know some of you may be in the military, some of you may not. So some of you guys have, you know, you might be older, you might be younger. I know I have a vast group of of an audience, and which I think is absolutely wonderful. Um, but when we think about even stories that we've heard about going to war, or even movies or whatever, you know, but if we simply are able to kind of think about that, think about that terror that goes on, that absolute fear. If any of you guys have ever been in an area where there was a shooting, just this, and I know there's many of us who've had to live through that. Um, I, for one, have been shot at, um, not shot at personally, but I did have um, where there were stray bullets that, went right by my face, you know, um, and I can tell you for one firsthand experience, that is the most absolute fear wrenching thing. <laughs> um, cause you kind of do see your life flash before you, you know, and it's just the gut wrenching fear that goes on. And I know my last episode, we were speaking about fear and, we, we really, really, really need to understand this intimate terrorism is based on fear. Domestic violence, again, it's based on holding on to the fact that you are going to be so fearful of what he may or may not do that you will do whatever he wants you to do. He or she in that case. But, you know, still, you know, I speak from my perspective. So, um, but I, I really, really, really need you to understand you know, if you're a neighbor and you're here, especially now, the cases have gone up for domestic violence and child abuse. We have to be aware of what our neighbors, you know, I'm not saying to poke your nose and become that nosy neighbor, but we all know what fights sound like. We all know, you know, that sound when you kind of go, <gasps> if it takes your breath, pay attention. See if they're okay. Just like if you see 
your your local neighbors even now. We happen to be going out or whatever. You have a number to a neighbor. You have a way to contact them. Say, hey, do you need any toilet paper? Do you need any meat to go to the store? I'm going to go to the store today. You want me to pick you up some items while I'm there? Okay, that reaching out to your neighbor. We can do the same thing. Um, you just have to cloak it a little different. Where instead of checking in on your neighbor saying, hey, I'm going to the store, blah, blah, blah. If you need anything, just let me know. Hey, I'll, you know, I'll let you know whenever I go. So that way, if nothing else, you don't have to put yourself at risk since I'm going anyway. Okay, which is just totally awesome. And I had a friend of mine do that. So <laughs> I thought that was really cool. So um, like I said, this is a time we really need to be trying um, to put others ahead of us. And this is a very scary time for some people. Especially those of us who, during domestic violence, during this lockdown, this is, it's like a breeding ground for it. Because the problem is, the more times, the more time we're at home together with our abuser, the more we have a chance of getting into a fight. And with every fight, has a higher chance every single time there's another fight, another fight, another fight, another fight, another fight. And if you think about every single one of those, if they increased in volatility, they increase in violence, they increase in, in just the nastiness that is involved in abuse. Um, there becomes... I mean, there's already, there's no real uh, boundaries that the person has because they already feel like they can cross the line and abuse you anyway. Whether it's verbally, financially, physically, uh, they're harming your pet, they're, you know, barricading you where you can't leave a room, you can't leave, you know, you can't even leave the house to go outside. Yeah, there's a serious issue there. But I would tell you something. There's something amazing that I found out. I was looking into some of this and trying to find out what resources are out there. Because I know, just like a lot of us, we've gone to resources trying to find and come to find out the normal way of using those resources, like walking into the front door, is no longer available. Okay, It's like your abuser. He's no longer going to work. He's stuck at home with you. You know, with you and the kids, or just you, which to me, I don't know which one would be scarier, to be perfectly honest. Um, because my abuser really increased as I grew, as, as our family grew, basically. Um, it, it, it was there in the beginning, but it was not as intense as it was after I had a child. Um, Obviously, higher stress. This is a very stressful situation, a very stressful time for everybody. And the more we understand that and are able to be empathetic to those that are going through domestic violence, um, we can be that listening ear. You know, we can help. We can be that neighbor that helped the lady I spoke to that got beat while holding her child. You know, safety came. And thank God her neighbor knew they thought her neighbor was bold enough to call and say what was going on. You know, um, I guess it was her luck that the apartments had really thin walls. Um, 
like I said, you never know. Um, but sometimes we really need to, sometimes we have to pick up by our own self and do those type of things ourselves to get us out of a situation. And I found that if you go to a drugstore, and that is what's going on right now, is one of the other ways of getting help is domestic violence um, victims are actually going into drugstores. It could be, it could literally be your Walgreens, your Savons, your um, Pillbox, your, you know, your Walmarts, your, any place you get your, your medicine from. Okay, where you pick up your prescriptions that you get from your doctor. You're going to go anyway for your family. You go in there, you go to the counter, and you tell them COVID-19. And they know what it means. It means I am telling you that I am being abused and I am fearful for my life. And right now, that term, COVID-19. And if you tell the pharmacist that, they know, they get the help. They get you to, you know, where I know we can't just, like, for now, okay? I know some people have even walked into a hospital and said, hey, I'm being abused, blah, 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 okay? Or they threw, you know, they take you in the back. They don't have anybody else with you. You know, these are type of things that they normally do. But they don't have that real option right now because of COVID-19. <laughs> so... Again, it is a term that pharmacists and staff at, at pharmacies know. And this is going on worldwide. So please, if you're being abused and you are fearful for your life, for your children's lives, for your family, whatever. If you are being abused, there is a way out. And that is one surefire way of getting that. And I really hope some of you are able to utilize that, especially if you find yourself in that need. Um, reach out to your friends. Talk to them when you can. I know it makes it so difficult. Um, if you're the one that's going out to go get the groceries, use that as your time. You know, I know sometimes we have to be really creative, you know, because of his volatile type of behavior. And it's a shame that we do have to deal with that. But there is a way. And all I can say is any, 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 any of you are going through anything, if anybody knows of anybody that's going through anything, and you're not quite sure what to do, contact me. My email is B-I-G-B-A-S-S-L-B-C-123 at gmail.com. That is my personal email you can contact me through that, and I will get in touch with you as well, okay? And I also have, for this podcast, if you have any questions about this one as well, is loveisnthurt at gmail.com. So please, either way, get a hold of me. I am there to help you. I'm there to guide you. I'm there to send resources your way. You know, utilize me any way you can. Utilize me even just to even... Get the words out to say, hey, I finally told somebody. Because I tell you something, you get those words out, it is the most freeing thing you could ever do for yourself, for your family, for anyone who has ever loved you or thought they might have loved you. They will see a difference in you. 
Really, they will. And and I will be right back. Hello. Thank you guys so much. I do appreciate that. Um, but I really, I mean, serious. Contact me. That's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast is all about. It is about making this community. And the more we have in our circle, the more chances we have of actually getting the help that we need. And believe it or not, you might even push the abuser into getting help themselves. And sometimes that is what's actually needed. The abuser needs help, okay, flat out. They need to seek mental help. They have to see somebody. But while you are in some in the abuse end of any relationship, the focus isn't on what they need. And it should definitely be on what you need and what your children need. And your children don't need to be abused. You don't need to be abused. Nobody deserves that. Nobody has the right to do that to you. They think they do, but they don't. And I really, really hope that you guys are able to speak to somebody. Talk to a doctor. I don't care what it is. A doctor can help. I have seen somebody go to take their dog in. And I'm sure many of you guys have even seen this video. Because I think there's one of them, at least, that's on YouTube, where a lady takes her dog in to get checked out. Her abuser is in the room with the dog. She claimed she had to go to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom. When she went to the bathroom, she slipped a note to the front counter lady to tell her, my abuser, I can't speak now. My the my boyfriend is abusing me. I'm in room whatever. And you know what happened? They called the police. The police came in and they arrested him. There are ways, ladies. There are ways. I know you feel lost, and I know you feel even more lost during this COVID-19 lockdown. We have to understand, we not only have to keep safe from that stuff that's out there, that could come into our homes and harm our families and our children and our babies, we have to keep that, but we also have to somehow find the strength, which we all have in us. You've had it all along. It's just his abuse has beat you down so much that you're not sure if you do have it. And I'll be honest, I, for the longest time, never thought I had the capability, all because of the effects that was going on because of the abuse. I'll be right back. All right, thank you. Like I said... We all have it in us. We all have those. We all have, even, even if you do not have a single friend, a single family member that you even speak to on any regular basis, there is medical personnel. You can call a doctor's office. They are still there. And if you talk to your doctor's office, you can tell them what's going on. You go to the pharmacy, tell them COVID-19. They know what that code means. They fully understand that. Talk to, you know, um, uh, I mean, just literally, if you are involved in the church at all, um, try to seek out 
you know, f female members of the church, you know, especially female leadership. Hopefully somebody, you know, even in you have a Bible study group, talk to them, talk to one of them, anybody. Talk If you have a couple of girlfriends that you know that, you know, you haven't spoke to them since, since high school, speak to them. The whole key is getting it out in the open. And even if you just write it down, send an email, then delete it so you don't have to worry about him getting it, great. Do that. But the point is getting that word out. You gotta let somebody know, and I know during this time, especially because no, I don't care who you are. If you are being abused, you are dealing with during this lockdown intimate terrorism, plain and simple. Just, I mean, there really is no other way to put that, you know. And I know, as harsh as it may sound, I'm telling you, I know it's scary. It's even scarier to deal with this. And it's mind-boggling, it's confusing, it has you just all spun around. And I just simply cannot express enough. Please contact me, loveisnthurt at gmail.com for any testimony, any stories, anything that you need help, you, you need ideas. Like I said, I got out of mine. I'm here to help. And I'm sure... If you spoke to somebody who you are close with, they'd be there to help too. But I'm telling you, I am here no matter what. Whether we've talked before, never talked, I'm telling you, that's I am a resource. As a matter of fact, I am your resource for all those that need it. I am here. And I really want you, I cannot press that enough. I really want you to know that. I want you to know that. I want you to use that. I can I can give you resources and it doesn't matter where you live. I don't worldwide, it does not matter. I have avenues of being able to help you with those resources. I can get you in touch with people that can help you in your side of the world. Okay? You don't just have to live in where I do. You don't have to just live in the United States. It can be another country. You could live in Australia or China or anywhere. I'm telling you, there are resources, and I can help you with those. So please, reach out. That is, that is like I said, as always, my main thing is please reach out to somebody. Let your word be known. I don't care if it's an author to a book, uh, me, a friend of yours, somebody you may know, an acquaintance, anything. I, You know, honestly. Just we have to let it be known what's going on because that is the only way that we are going to get help, plain and simple. And um, I'll be honest, the abusers rely on the fact that you're not going to tell anybody. They bank on that because if you tell somebody, guess what? They have now just been revealed of the actual, and bear with me for this term because you guys know I really don't on here, but just the actual loathsome asswipe. <laughs> okay, you know, just I mean, they're just the bottom of the barrel, especially when. And I have seen some people; they seem to be, you know, good people. But when it came to this, that doesn't make them a good person, you know. And if they can't see. What light you have to shine while they are in your life, 
you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. That's a tough one, you know. And the the important thing is, like I said, you got to get you and your children safe. And if you're being abused, that's not a safe environment. And yes, there's the situations where if CPS found out, what would they say? But you know what the whole change of the ball of whack is? Is if you say something, you're trying to get help. And then he can have repercussions for his actions that he's been doing. You know, you don't want CPS to come out because your children are being abused and you're being abused. They're going to come out because the children are being abused. Okay. The police will come out if you're being abused. So please, I mean, granted, the police will come out too, okay, for the children as well. But there is, the, C the CPS department will decide what will happen to the fate of your children. At least for the immediate, until a judge can decide. And right now, courts are closed. Except for extreme situations or someone is being, um, uh, they are being harmed to others type of thing. So, um, please just, like I said, you got to reach out. You got to, uh, uh, any way we can, if you need ideas, let me know. Love isn't hurt at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and again, I am, um, I'm always looking for ideas. If anybody, um, has a, um, subject, um, more specific to your situation, um, please send me, shoot me an email, um, send me a message even on um, anchor.fm um, and we can um, we can put our heads together and we can expand what's going on here. Like I said, I'm always looking um, for those that um, want to add to this podcast. Um, I have a couple people I've, you know, that reached out to me already and I will be having, like I said, I will be keeping you guys in, in the loop on uh, when I'll be having my guest. I just have to figure out doing some timing here. So, um, and once I have that scheduled, I will definitely let you guys know, um, as I have my guest spots on here. So you guys can pre kind of wait for it. Um, and again, just, um, really try to, in this situation, we're going to have to really just reach out. That's going to be the key. I mean, really, to the survival of this, to getting out of a situation, even in a situation where there's a lockdown, there are resources. The resources have not dried up. The resources haven't died off. They are there. We just have to reach out to them a little different than, say, we did before coronavirus. Um, and I know it's a really scary time. The unknown, don't know some of you... Um, may have absolutely just flat out lost your job. It could be a situation where you've been told, okay, hey, just for the time being, but we're going to open back up after they've released all of our lockdown situations. And, you know, so please just, I mean, we've got a holiday coming up here. We've got Easter. So I do want to wish all of you guys a really amazing and happy Easter. I know it's a little wonky because of the way we got to do it, but <laughs> please keep our heads Keep the love, keep the faith, and I'm telling you, things will change. Just really uh, 
just we have to have to have to reach out to each other we got to utilize that community because i'm telling you it does take a village and it does not stop just because the child turns 18 you know to me i feel like i've needed a village even on my own personal growth which i have i've got all kinds of resources that i've been able to utilize people that are in higher positions that's why i say i finally have people I can reach out to for anyone. So please reach out to me. Love isn't hurt at gmail.com. And you guys truly have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Have an amazing Easter. And remember, music is our best friend. The word of the Lord is our best friend, our guiding post, our um, our friends, our soundboards, people will listen to what's going on. Trust me, they will. There are a lot of empathetic people out there, and they are there, just like myself, are here to serve you. Even if you are not the one being harmed, you're telling me about a friend of yours, whatever. Let's do this together, ladies. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it truly takes a village, and I just... A big hug from me to you guys. And like I said, we will talk again. All right. See you guys next week. Um.